Today I'm going to be speaking to you about the love of God. Now isn't that interesting in February? It's called the, uh, actually it's the Heart Health Month, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. So the world recognizes that February is about heart health. I have a, a pastor's wife's friend, and she had a broken heart syndrome. That's what it was called, a broken heart syndrome. It was a disease that made her sick. Her heart was impacted because she had a broken heart. I mean, didn't that tell you right there she had a broken heart somewhere? It wasn't a physical broken heart. It was a spiritual broken heart. And whenever we have a brokenness in our heart, fear is going to come. We're not going to be made perfect in love. But God's love casts out all this imperfectness and fear. So I'm going to start with a... Uh, the, the title of my message is, Are We Loving? Are We Loving? Matthew 22, 38 through 40 talks about, we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others as we love ourselves. Upon this hang all the law and the prophets. That's, that's it. If we just love one another, we fulfill the law. Because the Bible tells us that I won't covet my neighbor's stuff. I won't lie to you, I won't puff you up, I won't treat you poorly, or any of those things. But matter of fact, Romans 13, 9 says this. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in the saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But we don't read the rest of it, it says, Love works no ill towards his neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling of the law. Is it hard to love? Especially when somebody ain't loving you. And you know it. But love is the answer to everything. Love is the answer to everything. I have a little quote here. I'm going to kind of segue for a second. Remember um, John Hancock, how he signed his name on the Declaration of Independence? His name was the biggest name on the Declaration. That's why people say, did you sign to John Hancock? Yeah. His name was made famous because of how he signed his name. Do you remember all the other people that signed it? Not me, but I remember John Hancock. And this is what he said. We need to ask God to forgive us of our sins. Basically, what we're saying is, Father, forgive me for not loving. Because that's a sin. Letting God love you is important because if you don't let God love you, it is a sin. In love, we will not offend one another. We will not hurt one another. We will not be impatient with one another. The Bible says he loved us first and now we can love him back. So that means I need to receive God's love for me so I can love him back properly. Is love a suggestion or a command? Do you know that it takes nine positive affirmations of love to somebody to discount one bad one? Nine times. If you say something key to your, your spouse or your friend or your loved one, you're going to have to go back with nine nice ones. Do we do that? No, we don't. That's 
Words are power. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's a big fat lie. I think words hurt more than physical pain. Amen. I know my heart hurts sometimes, and I don't even have to leave my house. I don't have to fall off a ladder. I don't have to fall off a roof. All I have to do is think about somebody who was unkind, and it could break your heart over and over again. But the Bible tells us, 1 Corinthians 12, 31, but covet earnestly the best gift, and it show I you a more excellent way. See, love is described in chapter 13, but in chapter 12, 31, it says, but covet earnestly the best gift, because it goes a bunch of gifts in there, and yet show you I a more excellent way. So loving is the best thing we can do. And I know this church is a loving church. It's a loving, giving church. And that's what we want to represent and have people come in and experience the love. But let me tell you something. It's not us doing anything. When people walk through that door, they immediately sense something and nobody has said a word. It's because we ooze love. We ooze affection and care. And we are concerned for every person in here and what you think matters in this church. Matter of fact, this next Sunday, we're going to give you an opportunity to say things that you need to say. Because when you love somebody, you can tell them the truth. If you don't think they love you and you want to tell them the truth, you probably are going to hold back the truth because you don't feel like you're loved. But I want you to know that I love you and you can be honest with everything in your heart towards me. It might not be pretty, I might not like it, but I'd rather have your truth than a lie and flowery explanations. I want the truth always. And I had a person in here tell me something, the truth. And I go, oh, okay, so what can I do? What can I do to make it better? So see, I wanna help make things better if I possibly can. But you can't please everybody, right? We can't please everybody. We have to choose those battles in our lives. But God's love is unconditional. Love is grace to me. I know love is unmerited favor and grace is unmerited favor and all that. But love is grace. I think grace is love, is loving. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace, which is God's love, are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should take it upon themselves and think it's them that saved them. Okay, that's basically my paraphrase. 1 John 4, 18 says, there is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. So have you ever struggled with love? And when you do, do you have a little fear going on at the same time? Yeah, you do. It's true. But there is no fear in perfect love of God. We were singing uh, in the song this morning, the, the love of God. The love of God is the only thing that's going to have a remedy for us of any issue in our life. I'm just speaking to the choir. I know, you know this, but I have to hone in on it because we might be wanting to give love, but are we receiving it ourselves? Are you really receiving it to yourself? I remember when I was dealing with panic attacks, phobias, anxiety, and stress for 19 years as a Christian, and 33 years altogether, but 19 years as a Christian, and I go, why am I experiencing such anxiety and panic and stress, and I had to take a 
uh, a tranquilizer every now and then just to get through a day. It was awful. For 33 years and 19 as a Christian, I'm going, okay, God, if this is Christian living, I don't want it because I'm still as miserable as I was before I became saved. But you know what the Lord showed me? He said, because you're not receiving my perfect love. That casts it out. And overnight, 21 years ago now, overnight, when I said, Lord, I'm in sin because I'm not receiving your perfect love for me. Wow, I repent. The next morning I woke up and I never experienced another panic attack, anxiety, stress moment for 21 years. And nor do I have to take tranquilizers to help me. It was the love of God that delivered me. First John 2, 5 says, But whoso keeps the word in him verily is the love of God perfected. You want perfect love in you? Then keep the word of God. Just obey. Just do it. Just do it. Why don't we just do it? Let me ask you that question again. Why don't we just do it, Jim? Why don't we just do it? Why? Can we ask ourselves that question, why? Because it's going to cost us something that we don't want to give. Is that the truth? That's just the truth. Let's be honest. Lord, it's going to cost me too much. I don't want to do it. Why don't you tell him that? Tell him that. And he's going to go, okay, I already knew that, but okay, now let's work with it. Because see, until you tell him what it is, he, he can't push into your life. You have to surrender it to him and say, this is where I am, Lord. This is what I'm experiencing. I don't really think you love me, God, because look at my life. I don't think you care about me. I, I don't think you've given me the right husband. I don't think you gave me the right kids. <laughs> we have to tell God that. Like that time, I'll tell you, I had, a, I had a grandson. He was in my house. I've told this story before, but I'm going to say it again. And I went into the bathroom and I said, Lord, I can't stand that kid. He drives me nuts. I can't, I don't know what to do. Every time I look at him, I just want to spit bullets. <laughs> so I went into the bathroom and I said all this to God because that was where my heart was. It wasn't pretty. But I said it. Help me, Jesus. Because I repented and because I confessed, because I was honest with God, he honored that. I walked out and I was able to love my, my grandson and I've never not loved him since. So, being honest is showing my love and respect to God. You want to show your love to God? Just tell him, tell him the truth. He already knows it anyway. We don't make ourselves love, but when we keep his word, love is perfected in us. I can't make myself love you. I can't make myself be here on Sunday. I'm here because of God's love in me to do this. Love is power. Tom said one time, don't mistake my love for weakness. It can be used and manipulated, can't it? The Bible says in 8.37, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He's empowered us by his love. Love is defined as power. Love is more powerful than hate. Let love be with, without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. 
Jesus' love was the power to bring us salvation and eternal life. So love is power. It's not weakness. So how do we love? Matthew 5, 44 says, But I say to you, love all those who love you. Bless those who love you. No, it doesn't say that. It says, But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he makes his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Don't even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so. So be perfect. You know you can be perfect? Even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect by loving. You're not going to do everything right, but you do your heart good by loving. Romans 12, 21 says, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And he that loves covers a transgression. I know when people don't love me is when they put it on a Facebook. <laughs> and said, this is what Linda did. Or this is something. You know, see, that's not love, is it? Are they covering me? When somebody comes to you and says, well, I thought you said you were going to do this, or I didn't think you were going to do that. Is that love? That's not covering me, is it? It's exposing me. When we love one another, we're not to expose one another. If you have an issue with me, pull me aside and let's go talk about it. Okay, that's, that's what I ask from you, and I hope that that's what you require of me. Love covers a multitude of sins, 1 Peter 4, 7 through 10 says. But the end of all things is at hand. Be you therefore sober and watch and pray. And above all things that fervent charity among yourselves for love shall cover a multitude of sins. So have hospitality one with another without grudging, without grudging. As every man hath received the gift of love, even so minister the same one to another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So love is power. Love covers sins. Love completes where we lack. Love casts out fear. Is anybody in here a little fearful at times? How about do you worry? Is there a little worrying going on? That is not love. That's control. That's fear. That's, oh, I've got to do it my way. Let, let, let God do it his way. You know, I heard something today, yesterday, and I thought it was really good. It's about having the joy of the Lord during your situation. We always talk about that, but this is what I want to add. Why don't we have the joy knowing the outcome is going to be awesome? You're going to go through it, yeah, but when you can have more joy knowing, ooh, at the end, ooh, it's going to be a blessing. That's what you got to look at at the end, at the end, because that's where your love is perfected. So, I'm going to go through a couple little things in closing here. Uh, in uh, the infamous love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Charity suffers long and is kind. It envies not. It vaunts not itself. It's not puffed up. And it goes on. But I'm going to go through each one of those, and I want you to join me in something. I want you to put your name where the word love is. And I'm going to show you that in a moment. When we love ourselves, did you know 
that your love in yourself will deter autoimmune diseases. Because an autoimmune disease comes from you being mad at yourself. Your body is attacking itself. Physically attacking yourself. After a while, you're in the mirror going, oh, I don't like that, I don't really love you, I don't think you're good enough, you shouldn't even be doing that. All these things for years, your body will finally say, okay, fine, I'm gonna agree with you. And it starts attacking your uh, immune system. There's all kinds of diseases resulted in immune system deficiency. So, we gotta love ourselves. So love is very important to love God, yourself, and others. It's all in there. And then it fulfills the law. So I want to go through a couple of words here. Okay, number one, love suffers long. Put your name in there. Linda suffers long. Marie suffers long. Ron suffers long. Jeanette suffers long. Put your name in there. And, and, and you're going to know if you do these things. It says, do not outweigh, do you outweigh the problem? That is enduring. Can you outweigh the devil? That's enduring. So can Linda outweigh the devil? Look at what's going to happen down the road and go, ooh, that's going to happen. God's, God's going to honor that. He's going to honor what I'm doing. At the end, all things are going to work out for good in the end. That's what I have to look at. So am I going to endure it? Outweigh the devil. Number two, Linda is patient. Ouch, 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 ouch. Who is not patient? Don't raise your hand. Let patience have her perfect work. We got to let patience do its work. Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope. Hope patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. And let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Romans 12 says this, to them who by patience, continuance in well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life from the Lord. So our patience is important. Are you patient? Do you outweigh things? It's like that endurance stuff. Linda is kind. Now I can kick myself 25 times a day on that one because I'm not always kind. I want to be. That's my desire. But is Linda always kind? Ephesians 4.32 And be you kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. So put your name in there. Sally is kind. Now, that's really cool. I really like it. It doesn't say Sally is supposed to be kind. It says, love is kind. It's just the, the product of love. You're the product of God's love. You don't have to be trying to love. It's in you to do it. I am kind. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not so kind right now, but Lord, Linda is kind, and I'm going to declare it today. You start speaking into your life. <clears throat> How about this one? Linda is not envious. A sound heart is the life of the flesh. A sound heart, where's that peace? Peace actually impacts your body. <laughs> a sound heart is the life of the flesh. If you worry and have anxiety, let's have a little chat because you need to get rid of that. A sound heart is gonna impact your flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. You got bone issues? Maybe you gotta take a look at your heart and say, are you having envy anywhere? 
Seriously, Linda is not envious. Proverbs 23, 17. Let your heart envy, let not your heart envy sinners. You know what we do? We look at, wait a minute. They're, they're not even Christians. And look, they've got a yacht. They've got a good job. They've got a great family. It says right here, envy not sinners. Is, are you going to obey God? Or are you going to worry about what's going on in the world? But be thou in the fear of the Lord all day long. We're talking about that in Bible study today. Envy killed Jesus. Matthew 7, 27, 8, it says, He knew their envy delivered him. Mark 15, 10, the religious leaders envied Jesus and killed him. Envy kills. You want to get rid of, you want to get that out of her soul. Linda is not envious. Lord, I'm not envious, so praise God. You see, you want to declare that by your life. Number five, Linda is not jealous. See, there's a difference between envious and jealous. God is the only one who can be jealous because he loves you. He doesn't want to share you. That's jealousy. When I, if I'm jealous of my husband, I'm saying, nobody talk to my husband. He's mine. Okay, that's jealousy. Envy is just wanting what they have. Okay. All right, Linda is not boastful. Psalm 52 says, why boast yourself in mischief, almighty man? The goodness of God endures continually. The tongue devises mischief. Okay, Linda is not full of vanity. Vanity is full of yourself. Ephesians 4.16, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted, by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, make increase of the body into the edifying of itself in love. So then henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, which is his love, through ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Linda is not haughty, thinks that he or she is better than another. I had a question yesterday from somebody, I was visiting somebody, and they asked me, so what do you think about being pastor at the church? If a man came along that had great qualifications and wanted to serve God as much as I want to serve God, I will hand over the reins in a heartbeat. I want what's best for this church. And that's my love for this church. I don't think that I'm any better than anybody else. Sally can come up here and speak the same message. Butch can come up and speak his message. Justin can come up. Tom can come up. Greg has even come up and spoke messages. I give opportunity to people to come up and just exercise their giftings if all possible. And I hope that's what you see in me, that I can exhort you, honor you, and uplift you above anything. Vaunt's not itself is not puffed up, not prideful. Pride goes before destruction. And Linda does not act unseemly. Does not go against God's creation. I'll put it there. I'll just leave it there. God does not go against God's creation. Does not insist on her own way. Now, there are times when I'll say, you know what, I don't really like that idea. Let's talk about it. And we talk about it with certain things in the church. And we come together and we agree. And sometimes we don't agree, but we come up with a solution. I don't want to ever be look, looked at as a bully. <laughs> My way or the highway. I won't do it. I'll step down and I'll leave quicker than anything if that's what I see in me. 
And if that's what you see in me, let me know. <laughs> Linda does not seek self, is not touchy, is not fretful. Now, I'm touchy. I have to say, I'm touchy sometimes. My feelings get hurt. Does your feelings get hurt? Does anybody in here have hurt feelings? Um, and I don't keep record of wrongs done. My husband will go through something or even with a friend or whatever and something bad happens and I'll forgive them immediately and then I keep on going. And they're going, wait a minute, how can you just forget it? It just happened 10 minutes ago. I said, because I'm doing what the Bible says. Forgive and forget and go on. Don't keep record of wrongs done because then you're going to have something happen and they're going to go, well, this is the 10th time they did that to me. Is that love? No, that's not even love at all. I'm close. Okay, Linda does not rejoice in justice, but rejoices when truth and right prevail. I go, woohoo, when truth and right prevail, yep. Linda bears all things. I can hold up under any circumstance. Well, is that your name? Can you hold up under any circumstance, or are you falling to pieces? I had somebody in here actually ask me, are you going to be able to hold up under everything? Because you cannot fall to pieces if somebody says something to you that you don't like. This person doesn't come here anymore, but that's the last parting thing that they said to me. You better have a thick skin. You'll need it. That's what they told me, with a finger in my face. That's how I started this, this ministry here, with a finger in my face. But I bore all things. I held up under that. John 16 says, I have yet many things to say to you that you cannot bear them now. You know, if God told you everything that was going to happen to you, what would happen? You'd fall over on the floor and die because it would be way too much. You cannot bear them now. There is no temptation that takes us as common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But with every temptation, also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Bearing one another's burdens is fulfilling the law of Christ. And that's why we need each other. Now, is Linda ready to believe the best of everyone? Yes. I want to believe the best in everyone. I hope you do, too. You know that you can't get offended if you believe the good in everyone? If you believe the good in everyone, you can't be offended. You just can't. Linda hopes. There's 133 hope scriptures. Linda hopes in every situation. I hope this is going to come out. I hope you're going to get well. I hope. Linda endures with patience everything without weakening. And love never fails. Do I fail? Yeah, that's why I have Jesus. So when I do fail, I can go to him and, for, and ask for forgiveness. Faith is expressed and empowered by love. Faith is not mentioned in the gifts of the Spirit. Did you know that? Faith is not mentioned in the gifts of the Spirit because we are saved by grace through faith. We're saved by love. We're saved by love. It's not ourselves. We will have fear from time to time, but it's not to last. It's a trigger to let you know I'm not being made perfect in love somewhere. So if you worry, if you have stress, if you're anxious, if you question what's going on, you better say, Lord, where am I not being loved? Where am I not receiving your perfect love? Show me. I want to know the truth. 
That's changed my life. That's why I'm here today. I would still be under drugs and medication for anxiety and stress. I wouldn't be able to stand here. You want more love working in your life? You want more faith working in your life? So I would pray this daily. Your will be done, Lord. Not mine. But in order to really know God's will, to have peace, walking in agreement with him is to know he loves you.